0: Just know you're not alone, because I'm going to make this place your home. News Radio 840
1: WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sikoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you to the top of the hour. Some big news that's going on. We'll get right to it right after we introduce the folks who are here on the show with us today. Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. You can reach Randy over at six four five zero seven three six. Good to have you there, Randy. Also, Kevin, Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. And thank you for being here, Kevin. Hey, My good son, morning, Bob. Good morning. The delay kills me because we're on, on our Zoom meetings, and it just is a bit of a delay. My son Greg is with us, uh, back by popular demand, and uh, you can reach him through me. And you can reach me, Bob Sekoler, anytime at 376-5483. Well, the big news this week, the Fed says rates will stay where they are, at least temporarily. That's big news. Randy, we're going to come to you in a second for the reason why. But the Federal Reserve on Wednesday said it would keep its benchmark interest rate near zero, despite signs the economic recovery is well underway. What are your thoughts, Randy, from the lender standpoint.
0: Yeah, so what the what the what the Feds are doing? They're just keep buying bonds right now, and it's keeping rates low. And they just keep having an appetite for them. And uh, it's kind of uh, it's it's very interesting because uh, I'm I'm surprised with inflation and everything. They're they're continually having that appetite. But again, they're wanting to keep rates low. Uh, uh, so that, that that's why you're seeing that the interest rates should not move much the rest of the year. Now,
1: of course, this is short term, but that does translate into mortgage rates. It's keeping them low. And give out your ML, NNMLS number, and then tell us where rates are.
0: 26362. 26, and uh, rates are you know APRs around three, per, you know the, the around the threes on thirty-year fixed, and yeah. you know mid to low twos on the, on the fifteen-year fixed.
1: I did read uh, this past week uh, that uh, the Fed expects to raise. In fact, they actually went public saying they're going to raise it, the uh, short-term interest rates twice in twenty twenty-three. So, we have a year and a half or so before we start seeing any signs, which means it's going to continue a buyer frenzy of homes. We'll get more into usually, that. Usually, in yeah.
0: Right. And usually that does not always translate over into long term rates. Uh, raising that. crime. So, uh, uh, yeah. But yeah. we
1: have seen some correlation. We won't go into much detail yes, other than the fact there that is. there is a correlation. 30 uh, year yes. mortgage rate, we mentioned, according nationally, 2.96% actually dropped for a 30-year fixed rate based on your credit rating. But even more interesting is a 15-year fixed rate mortgage averaged 2.23%. That's down uh, from yep. the weeks before. Kevin, are you on a 30 or 15, Greg? You're on a 30, right? I'm on a 30. Hey, Kevin, what are you on? Not,
2: I went from actually a 15 to a 30. It's uh, The okay. rates are incredible right now. So more than eight out of 10 homes
1: apparently selling for at or above list price. We continue to tell you the, uh, the buyer demand is amazing nationwide. Seller demand, uh, not so many sellers on the market. That's the big problem. And low supply for for sales. But in the last six months, accepted offers list price, uh, about 1,600 surveyed, say that, uh, that 82% of the homeowners sold for at or above list price. Homeowners are seeing nearly 20% equity in a jump if you have a home. If you own a home, and we'll talk about renters in a few minutes, if you own a home, your equity in many areas around the United States up 20% in one year. It's unbelievable for wow. any of us. Uh, wow. And just so you know, Idaho, for some reason, California, Washington, state of Washington, saw the largest equity gains because their home prices are higher. Get a load of this in one year, increases 70,000 and uh, 65,000. Uh, so that's, that's unbelievable. Big, big
0: buy and, and, yeah. and another thing about that real quick, Bob. Yeah, is, of it's, course. it's amazing. People are starting to cash out on their homes uh, to, to get the cheap money. Not all people, but it's becoming more of a trend because they have so much equity in their home and they're cashing out and using that money for other things.
1: In fact, we have a story that um, you can use that cash out, take the money, pay off higher interest rate bills that you're paying on. Okay.
0: Exactly. Or investment property. You know, some people are using it for down payment on investment properties. There's, yeah. this, there's a whole plethora of things they're using it for. And, and um, in a lot of scenarios, that makes sense.
1: Vacation homes are a hot commodity. A lot of people are doing some home ec loans, cashing in, taking money, buying home, uh, new secondary homes. So let's move forward. Uh, We get a lot of calls during our COVID uh, show that go to voicemail that I translate into email. So the best thing to do is to send me an email because we're doing this on Zoom, we're recording it. Uh, Send me an email. I will then go ahead and read it on the air. And let's do that right now. You can send the email to bob at weselllouisville.com. And then in the subject lines, put radio question and give me the, the question in the body of the email. This comes from Kathy. By the way, Kathy, thank you. She says she listens to our show every Sunday. It's great. She asks, will you address one of, uh, on one of our Sunday shows this new phenomena of BlackRock and other wealthy investment companies buying up new homes and sometimes entire neighborhoods and then turning around and using them as rental properties? Gentlemen, where do we want to go with this? What do you guys know?
2: Yeah. Well, it's, it's really happened. yeah, it's happening all over town. Actually, um, there's a I was mentioned before. And there's a company here in town, just close to where Bob's office is, and they basically have computer generated algorithms. And property will come to market, they they pretty much generate an offer, um, and uh, they get money rather cheap, which kind of goes along with what we've been talking about. And they think with the appreciation and plus the rents, which I think we'll talk about a little bit later, mm-hmm. um, the return. It's just. They, they see returns. There return. is a
3: formula. There is a formula. It's not like they're just out there buying up everything. It, it like like Kevin said, there is an algorithm. I used to work with a friend who's out in South Carolina who's literally doing this thing for a smaller hedge fund. It's not it's not BlackRock, which is the largest one in the nation, it's one of the largest financial wealth management uh, companies in the nation. This guy Larry Fink has been the CEO since its induction. Um, and and so this isn't this is a new phenomenon. But I think they're like Kevin said, they're getting money cheaper. More people are hedging their bet. You can get out insane money for rents. And what I was saying in the pre-show banter was, you know, what do they know that we don't? Is is the question that I'm always asking? Is where, what what are they doing? I don't know. It, it will affect some communities certainly. It's going to raise values and all that kind of good stuff. Um, but, but is it a stuff. bad thing?
1: Yeah, uh, but but Kathy's point is is that she says this is not only uh, does this diminish the housing supply, but could uh, um, dismantle the middle class, um, which is a big part of home ownership. Yeah, the bigger, because the, big, the middle class can't afford. Inventory is already what
3: it is. Home,
2: I mean, yeah. I, you it's, know, if, if, it's it's kind of going back to uh, it's a wonderful life. You had Mr. Potter owning all the homes, and you had the Bailey Bank and Loan that uh, allowed people to actually own homes. And what they're finding, they're doing, they do have algorithms, but they're looking for homes in safe areas that are rather small that uh, working class folks can afford. They buy them up all in the neighborhood, and then there's only one place to go to rent. Yeah. What are you seeing, Randy? What are you seeing? You're
1: not, you're outsted. Um, uh, well, it,
0: cash, it's, right? it, a question I'm sure you get a lot of times, Bob, and all of you guys do is, you know, there's 20% equity increase over from this time last year, uh, from this year, which you just brought up, which is astounding, but it shows that you still need to buy. And I keep telling people, my, my daughter's ain't going to be in the market for a house in the next six, nine months. And she talked about it. Is it going to be a bubble? Or, is there, you know, we talked about that. And, I, I think I think uh, I think you all agree is obviously if you have these big companies buying these houses up this uh, suck them up and it, it's still it's still a good opportunity to buy it, even
2: no, though true. the market is No true like, I,
3: I see a lot of weird indicators in the market like the Wall Street Journal literally the other day just published a story uh, about how many young uh, millennial professionals don't want to bear the burden of a 30-year mortgage, which I think is complete BS because I'm in that category, and I think there's nothing better yeah. that you could do but to own a home. Right. So I don't know what, again, what they know that we don't know that they're trying to to change the market the way it is. But that's just where I was. Well, well the like, other I'm thing,
2: the thing yeah. is, there's a limited yeah. supply, and and builders are telling us that they cannot build a home say in the 250 range and make any money. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure if you go to, you know, Home Depot or Lowe's for the week. There's, there's no lumber. And if there is, it's three times what it used to be. Well, you have a market that there's no competition. There's no supply. And what Greg's mentioning, is it going to get better next year? I don't think so. Well, so there's more to this. Uh, So
1: Kathy, listen to this. Uh, Terry is asking from a related email um, that uh, says that somebody in has told her that in her neighborhood, People from the Middle East are trying to buy homes for, to create rental properties. She says she does not think uh, someone outside the country, this is, these are Terry's words, does not think someone outside the country should be allowed to buy a property. So let's take this from a legal standpoint. Can we prevent anybody from outside the country from buying property here in Louisville or anywhere else?
2: No, you, you you can't, and then the other issue that comes up, the only restriction is that when they go to sell, the IRS, if you're not a US citizen, has some restrictions that you have to, to hold back some of the sale proceeds. So what, what usually happens, there's a lot of them in the market as well, is you'll put together an LLC or perhaps a trust uh, just because they can buy, but when they go to sell, I think the rule was you'd have to hold back like 20 or 25% of the proceeds that couldn't be freed up until the IRS gave their approval. So, yeah, they can buy, but it's a little bit more difficult. And, yeah, we were, we we're finding a lot of foreign buyers even in the, the local market here. Uh, I think they've all seen the value. Uh, Randy, one of the things that uh,
1: we know is that if a local person who is a still a foreigner, not a U.S. citizen, wants to buy property, they have to go through a whole other series of investigation shall i say if they're if
3: they're financing correct if, if they're financing correct. They're well i'm presuming they're the not piece. paying
1: cash at this point but Rennie, what are the layers that someone who lives here in the united states but not a citizen has to go through to be able to get credit to be able to purchase a home here through any of the mortgage lenders
0: it, it can be very cumbersome and you know uh you look at what, what declaration do they have them under uh, uh have they made money in the u.s do they have a u.s address which he said they do at this point uh, uh, there's a there's a lot to that where you know where are they getting paid from and um, um, I, it's it's on an individual basis because there's all kind of status on citizenship and all that that, that we have to go through and jump through the oops and see if uh, uh, Fannie, Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac will take it so yeah it's 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 quite the ordeal obviously legally we and, and we want to we want to help everybody we can to get into the uh, home and a mortgage, so uh, we go go through all the steps to see if they qualify or not, but in a lot of situations they do, and a lot of situations they don't.
3: But I'm willing to bet that in this situation it's a cash deal, and we have a client from Saudi Arabia who just purchased a home, um, lives here, brother is overseas wanting to uh, invest in investment property, and they're paying cash. They're not not going through any financing, so I
1: mean... All right, well, uh, there's both sides of the coin, but let me finish before we go to a break here, and let me tell you that we've got um, a a seller where we got an offer from a national group that's buying a property and they put a full price offer in based on their algorithms within a couple of hours of this home hitting the market. And our our sellers accepted it, but here's the caveat. They did an inspection, they came back, they wanted a $15,000 reduction in the price of the home because of repairs that were needed. Now, Greg and I know because we belong to masterminds, we've seen this with a number of these big groups that are buying or making these instant offers They'll pay you a top dollar, but then based on fees and then repairs that are requested, you now start seeing an erosion of the profits that you thought you were going to get. You can tell them, no, they can go packing and then you go back on the market again. But a lot of people will take the deal because they already have their sights set on another home so just no it, it ends
3: up being a wash and then you end up just not having the professional and legal guidance you probably should have had in the first place which could actually net you some extra cash which um, is why we but, say call a realtor
1: yeah. and we would love to help you any of the agents in our co- city and country would love to be able to help you no matter where you are so a couple of things if you want to see a repeat of today's show we put it on youtube you can go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. if you want to see what sellers are talking about uh, us you can go to louisville sellers com. there's a new one that just went up this past week that includes greg a picture of greg also if you want to see what they're writing about us in our reviews go to dot we're taking a break and we'll come back with us here on our zoom call randy rocky swan financial 6450736 kevin dissler pitt and frank attorneys eight nine five nine nine zero zero. My son Greg does our marketing photography and so much more. And you can reach me, Bob Secolor, anytime, 376-5483. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840-WHAS. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial.
0: Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor.
1: Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 268 Three six two. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply.
2: Pitt & Frank has long served your real estate closing needs throughout the Louisville and Southern Indiana area, including our newest location in Oldham County across from the Southeast Christian Church in Crestwood. But did you know that Pitt & Frank can assist you with your estate planning and long-term care needs? Don't leave your loved ones the burden of being unprepared. There are solutions available to protect assets and income, as well as plan for your long-term care. Call us today at Pitt & Frank, 502-895-9900. That's 502-895-9900.
1: In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I'm constantly asked by news sources how to best navigate today's real estate market. I call the brightest agents in the business to get their input
2: bob what's going on in louisville
1: hi barbara the louisville real estate market is hotter than we've ever seen it
2: i'm so happy to hear that
1: with our exclusive marketing plan we can get sellers top dollar right now get the best advice from my friend bob secoler go to weselllouisville.com be safe and smart Welcome back. News Radio 840 WHAS. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran, my friend and mentor. You can reach me, as Barbara says, anytime, 376-5483. Kevin Disler is with us. Pitt and Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. Randy Rocky continues to stay with us from his car, as a matter of fact, at 645-0736. My son, Greg, does all our marketing. And again, me, Bob, here to help you anytime, day or night so let's go to uh, a variety of things let me just quickly tell you we were going to touch on rents for single-family homes largest gains in monthly rent kevin what was the number nine point five percent increase nine point five percent increase in rents Mm -hmm. that that's enough to turn you sour pretty quickly that it's tough it really is anybody who's renting and i know trying to buy a house now is more difficult randy would you say that in this time period where you're renting to make sure your credit is as stellar as possible to get the best rates, and if not, to see some sort of credit counselor. Am I right?
0: That is correct. And and there are a lot of ways you can uh, boost your credit. Uh, and someone could call me on that. but you can do prepaid credit cards. Um, I just did it with my daughter, the one we were just talking about. And you know, she has uh, she's a junior in college and has like a 760 credit score. You know, so I mean, yeah, I can this, get this you is no if it. You don't have a job. Randy, yeah. Randy, yeah. Randy
3: pulled me out of the dumps when I moved back from New York. I had lots of credit card debt, lots of different things. I had a – I'll be honest. I mean, I had a I had 40 credit score. Uh, and if you saw if you saw my score now, it's above 800.
1: If you see where I live now, you'd say, okay, Randy, Randy got the – you got it. You got the deal yeah. done. Yeah. All right, Thank let's you. move on. Ten super hot trends to stay away from. So we all love trends, but do you buy into these? Let's go around the horn as we go through these guys. Stainless steel appliances, who has them? I do. Greg does. Kevin? I do. Stainless steel. Yeah, how about you, Randy? Do you even know, Kevin? Have you ever touched
0: your, your, yeah, your appliances? No, uh,
2: it still has plastic on the oven, but <laughs> other than that. The oven's yeah. the refrigerator, though.
0: Randy? <laughs> stainless steel? I do for one reason, because my wife is the one that just There you them. go. See, Randy, yes. we have not metal. touching his <laughs> either.
1: So the negative <laughs> to stainless steel, uh, they show every mark every time. So if your life isn't 100% pristine, Think there's some new, matte. there's some new stainless steel
3: that's, Matter, that's got like a, matte, it's got like a, oh, yeah, right. it's a little better.
1: Wallpaper bathrooms. There's some who say the the wallpapers is coming back. Uh, maybe yeah. not. Wipeable, washable, designer vinyls are the way to go now. That's a big yeah. thing. Uh, Greg's pointing to his wife. I mean, I can show you wallpapers. my, I can show you
3: my guest yeah. bathroom. It's one of my favorite. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. okay.
1: Yeah. White living rooms, and many of us may have thought about white living rooms, but. Um, there is a problem. Um, according to the experts, you wash them twice a year and they're brand new. There's nothing better. But uh, that at some point they'll turn dingy if you don't. So wine walls is another item to stay away from where a feature of a wall of wine in the kitchen will expose bottles to heat. So, you know, these are the and I have a friend who actually has a wine cellar in the basement. That's fine. But if you put them the the bottles of wine in the kitchen, they can heat up and they go bad.
3: Maybe back. they're not, you know, sommeliers. They don't. Uh, <laughs> they just want their wine in their kitchen while they're cooking. Right they there, just want yeah. To grab it off the wall. Whatever.
1: Something I see a lot in homes: barn doors.
2: Ah.
3: Greg's got one. Okay. Well, but, what do you mean, like a sliding, like the slider?
1: You know. Yeah, slider barn door. Uh, according to uh, interior designers, at least some rustic touches like these have surged in homes of late but they just don't perform well, so definitely skip them. Barn doors don't come close off the room the way a swing door can. So I guess this may be a trend. Also, also, uh, sisal rugs, if you have sisal rugs, natural fibers, uh, minimally processed, made for renewable materials, but they're also scratchy underfoot and shed like the Dickens. Recess lighting Dickens. the Dickens. That, that wasn't <laughs> me. I'm reading this. <laughs> That's old school. Say, is that the
3: text for reading,
1: though. <laughs> When uh, you've got tall ceilings and you put uh, lights in, these recessed lights, uh, one ca- caution is that those recessed lights, if the bulbs blow, you have a tough time if they're very high getting to them. Here's a trick, by the way. Home Depot or Lowe's ha- or big box stores have this, these yellow extension wands that have adapters on the end of them that allow you to change the lights, and it's very cheap to buy the uh, Suction the cup, you just... Yeah, pop them up. It's a suction cup. Animal skin rugs, stay away from. And hanging chairs give us a great porch swing for lazy afternoons uh, every day of the week, but putting one in your living room is a trend that wow. may not uh, be something to think about. Um, their performance and safety, uh, the swings fall apart, and it could mean problems for you. So those are some of the things swing that... in the living room. Yeah, I hadn't heard of that either, but hey, you never know what's, uh, what's around <laughs> the corner, yeah. right? Uh, Randy, a lender had called a client who apparently listens to this show and asked for a preliminary closing disclosure weeks, if not a month before the closing. Can you understand why? I guess this is on the other side. I'm not sure exactly what the tie is, but this was a question that came in. Why, what are the preliminary disclosures actually created by a lender?
0: They are usually created after, you know, you have a clear to close. um, But, I mean, we could send out a preliminary uh, closing disclosure. We can do that, um, but that's based on a proposed that, closing
1: time, right? Because it, yeah, if it changes, yes,
0: and, and we can we can do we can estimate it. But I, I don't see the reason to do that because we're usually pretty close on the numbers, anyways. But uh, yeah, if somebody wanted that, of course we would do it. But that doesn't that's not a request that happens very often.
1: Not normal. Okay, uh, Bob, not me, but another Bob selling his home has a security system that he owns. He owns it, Kevin. There's a monitoring contract with a a national company for additional 17 months. And many sellers, by the way, who are listening to us right now may have a similar situation and question. Can He owns the the equipment. If the house is for sale, the equipment is attached to the walls of his house. Can he take the equipment? Can he cancel the contract services if he leaves? Will the monitoring company charge you? And obviously there are different policies. This is
3: so convoluted, though, because – his understanding of owning the equipment is him now owning it from the contract that maybe was some, you know, they, they, they gave you the the, the product for the contract. So he's saying he owns it and it's attached. So now he wants to take it with him, but then yeah. there's going to be maybe a cancellation fee. If he cancels that 17 months and now that he own it, if he doesn't run through his contract. So Kevin, you take it from there, but it's like it yeah,
2: actually did a wonderful job. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Well, it kind of gets down to it's like what was a contract provide with the with company, you know, and, and there's a lot of terms. And usually it's all geared to the benefit of the security company. And then you get to the point where it's a fixture, where if it's a fixture, it goes with the house unless your realtor specifically excludes it. Because although there's some, some really nice new high tech systems that may not qualify as a fixture, but most cases, if they're hardwired in, it's going to be a fixture. So then it gets who owns it, you own it. the the, the buyer the home owns it or the uh, security company. But first thing to do is look at the contract itself and see whether you have any right to the equipment. As far as terminating it, again, that all depends on the language of the contract itself. But the other thing you need to talk to your realtor about, if you're planning to do that, make sure it's specified in the contract Otherwise, you may have to speak with the buyer at the closing table. Yeah. In fact, you
1: can negotiate that out at when you get a contract, as what I would say. If uh, they give you an offer, you like the dollars, but you want to take the alarm system or anything else that is attached, even a light because you have got some um, uh, sentimental value with that light, counter it back in the original offer so that everyone's on the same page. You don't get the closing in the buyer is saying, Hey, where's that security system that was on the wall or that light fixture. And now all of a sudden you're at a, uh, at the last minute, you got a problem.
2: And that's that's kind of the number one issue that comes up at closing is there's confusion about what the seller could take out of the house. And like you said, be clear about it, put it in writing. Okay. Jamie
1: has uh, emailed in Brandy, not happy with the interest rate she's getting on her loan after apparently she heard our show uh with that uh, she's got it with a well-known bank she's already agreed to repairs but no longer wants the house because of the interest rate and closing costs so let's start with Randy we'll go over to Kevin on that so with regards uh if she can shop still shop the loan am I correct Randy then possibly get a better deal especially since rates have gone down correct
0: oh yes and you know um uh, you will get a better rating closing costs in our company that's that's a fact and I mean Casey talks about that quite regularly Greg's wife and uh uh, so call me and, and yes, most banks or most are, are much higher. I mean, they, 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 just don't, um, they're not as aggressive on finding the best deals for their clients. You know, they're in the deposit game, the credit card game, and they're not focused on customer service a lot of times, and also not on making sure they get the best deal to the client.
1: And we'll give out Randy's number in just a second. Kevin, we throw it back over to you. What are the legal implications if she pulls out of her existing mortgage company, does she have hey, to notify she says
3: she's already agreed to repairs, correct? She's,
1: she's gone through the point like of repairs, where we so there so it would have to be a quick close, but what are the ramifications legally, Kevin, that well, anyone who wants to back out well, or they, at they, least they usually, go to another mortgage company?
2: Yeah, there's a financing contingency in there that says that you can get financing on these terms or better, and then usually you have to follow that up with a commitment from Randy or a company like his. Then the problem is you have some people that decide to switch it to last minute, in which case you could be in breach of the contract. Again, if you were provided financing on terms better, uh, equal to or better than the financing contingency, and you just decide you want to shop for an eighth of a point, and because of that the closing is delayed, you could be in trouble for breach.
3: So like, so like when you write into the contract, you know, uh, you know rate not to exceed 4.5 and if you're get your rate back and it's 4.5 and it's at your cap, but you still want to shop around because you know you can get into the 3s, you've already agreed to 4.5. Well, agree well to the contract.
1: The, what I would suggest though is and Kevin Her- the steer me if I'm incorrect, let me know, is to put an addendum together that says to the seller and the seller's agent that the and you'd have your your buyer agent represent you doing this. Uh, that the buyer is requesting permission to switch loan officers to this bank with this interest rate, and uh, is told he will be able to close within this amount of time. And I presume if you have an addendum that's signed by the seller, Kevin, and everyone's on board, you're able to make that change without causing many problems.
2: Sure, that's that's correct. And the big concern being with how 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 far along in the game are you doing? You've got a 45 days to close, and you switch lenders with 10 days left. So there's a period closing on or before, and there's usually a period of time to close. And again, if it's your choice as the buyer to make the change and it delays the closing, you get the seller's permission. And or you could be in breach if you do not. But the seller is probably going to want to make sure you can still hit the timeframes. And you just have to do that quickly and work with the sellers. And both Randy and Kevin,
1: any problems with you hearing that a seller has called the loan officer on the other side to verify the ability of the buyer who has a pre-qualification or pre-approval letter? to actually close the deal that they've done the due diligence anything negative on that I bring this up on every couple of shows because we see more and more sellers who want to talk to a loan officer and hear it from the loan officer that they've done this amount of work on this buyer and they feel within a range of this amount percentage that they're good to go any problems with that Randy I'll go to you quickly first
0: I don't think so. And in fact, we're going to start doing more videos uh, explaining, you know, what we did for the client and all the above. Obviously, we're not going to give out income and things that we can't give out, but explaining, you know, the buyer is qualified, ready to go, just to kind of reassure the the listing agent that, that, hey, this buyer's good and ready to go.
1: And Kevin, that's where a mortgage lender walks the fine line. They can't give out personal information, but they can give them some basic feeling of how comfortable they are with that buyer. Uh, proceeding forward and getting the loan closed. Am I right about that?
2: Correct. A comfort letter or comfort email. Uh, usually you, you want to hear from the source other than the buyer and the buyer's agent. Although I think it's always a good idea to contact the borrower first and get permission to talk to the seller or the seller's representative. It's just good, good form. Good points.
1: We are out of time, folks. My thanks to Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Also, Kevin Disler Pitt & Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. My son, Greg, who does our marketing and photography and so much more. And you can reach me day or night, even right now after the show at three seven six five four eight three. Yes, I work weekends. Guys, thanks for being here. If you want to see what the sellers are saying about us, go to LouisvilleZillowTalk.com or LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. There's two separate LouisvilleZillow.com and LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. Two great places to go to hear about us. Thanks again. We'll see you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.